G'day mates, welcome back to another episode of the MindMate podcast. This is episode number 50 and my guest needs no introduction. This is the one and only Siobhan McLeod. Yes, <laughs> my lovely partner in life um, and soon to be professional partner. Yes, and yeah. So today was the official signing. Yes. I know. Do you want yeah. to tell the, tell the listeners? Yeah, I don't even know like how to say it, but I've just, am I like officially a business owner? I would <laughs> say so. Officially a business owner. I opened up the Breathwork Shed on the rear of St Kilda Road. Yeah, it's my own little Breathwork meditation space. I'm so excited. I know. So this is going to be a whole podcast dedicated to um, learning more about Breathwork, learning, learning more about the mind trauma, um, what triggers are, um, and how we can kind of transcend those and understand more about ourselves. And this is actually the intro of the podcast, Siobhan. What do you mean? This is the intro. We haven't even started the show yet. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. So I thought we could um, do the intro a bit together as well. Yeah. It'd be fun. Sure. Yeah. Because you've been with me through from episode zero to episode now 50. I know. What um, episode was I last time? Uh, 16, 15? Yeah, okay. And yeah. that was like our, that was you practicing with that mic. I know, I know. And now I'm 50. And now you're 50. I know. And I couldn't ask for a better guest for episode 50. Thank you. It's good. I love you very much. It's perfect timing. It is perfect timing. Signing the lease, opening my own business. I know. I know. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> so guys, without further ado, uh, I give you Siobhan McLeod. Siobhan McLeod, <laughs> welcome to the My Mate Podcast. Thank you. How are you feeling? Excited. Yes. This is like your third episode, third podcast, uh, or second podcast. Second. First two with me. Yes. Right. And I've got one lined up. I know, you do. You <laughs> a should, couple lined up. You've got a few lined up now, yeah. actually, I think. Yeah. Um, the Mind Goal episode, they, they want to do something with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we're drinking wine. This was not my idea. This was Siobhan's always idea. Always mine. Always mine. Yes. I'm celebrating. I know. the lease today. Okay, so, uh, yeah. Do you want to go into a little bit about um, how you found breathwork meditation? Mm. Um, we were in Bali, and we were all sitting at, a, like, a long community table. And we got, I think we got invited by members when we were at the gym we were working at. And, you know, as I do, I was asking everyone, oh, what do you do? What do you do? And obviously I froth meditation. And then lovely Sarah Silverstein was there and she said, oh, I do breathwork meditation. I was like, immediately, cool. Like, what's that? And I actually thought it was standing up, like breathing. I thought you'd be standing up with your eyes closed breathing. Like a horse. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty yeah. Much. Um, and then I was like, oh, we should totally set up a class in the gym. That would fit well with us because we were, you know, trying to get members come in and people come in and I love meditation so I was killing two birds with one stone and then we well we just set it up and that was it we both jumped well both of us jumped in and did a class yeah. and afterwards I was like what the fuck mm. was that and I was like I need to teach this and that was it I know it, it actually yeah it came in a good time yeah it was really good yeah. it was really deep so what happened like what happened in that first experience um because you had no idea what was going to happen did you no no expectations nothing and she, like i was glad i didn't ask because normally i'm like 
what is it what do you do what I have to bring like I like to be prepared and know what I'm getting myself into especially when it comes to like training or meditation like what sports bra do I wear can I bring a cushion (laughs) (laughs) um yeah like I don't know I just didn't know anything about it and so then so you go into this space Mm. and Sarah has is like facilitating this meditation Mm. she kicks us off with a an exercise to kind of get to know the person next to you a bit more yeah yeah I can't really remember it but I feel like yeah we just kind of we all went around saying like who we were what we did just real quickly introduction just to kind of relax everyone I think Mm. um and then she introduced us on how we do the breath and yeah we got started and then so what starts so take someone through kind of what happens in a breathwork meditation space um so you obviously go in you get the introduction i don't want to say too much because i want people to come yeah. and fucking try it <laughs> they will they will they will <laughs> sometimes when you say it they're like oh no anyway i'll say mm. it very briefly but you just have to come and try one at the breathwork shed yes <laughs> um you breathe into your belly to release the emotions that we all store down there we kind of hold our breath and push them all down i think that's the best way to explain it and then so you breathe into your belly into your heart um and then you exhale all the kind of negative energy or stuck trauma or all your joyful or your blissness and then you kind of repeat the the breath work for like 20 minutes then you you sit in a 10 minute meditation with no breathing so you kind of relax back into it yeah because it's kind of like a that meditation at the end is so important it's like a contemplation exercise yeah like if you do yoga and you're in savasana and you just kind of lie down it's um it's the same as that like you're letting the body relax and absorb everything that's just happened and your mind and mm. and it's like who doesn't like lying down for 10 minutes and being cozy but you still lie down you lie down the whole time but the last 10 minutes you're like oh, i'm sick mm. <laughs> i was <laughs> i know i know because it can be it can be crazy like the meditation experience yeah you did it too yeah i loved it i loved it mm. um you took a much more profound liking to it i think because mm. it just well, connected just with you and, yeah exactly it just connected mm. with you in so many more mm. deeper ways um yeah uh, maybe partly due to the reason to the fact that i wasn't going as deep as you or um it just was a, a different time for me mm. but those meditation experiences were, were fascinating and that that last kind of 10 minute meditation experience at the end meditation takes many different forms and names and definitions but it's basically just like a reflection of the exercise and i think it's always good to reflect on an exercise um that takes you out of your mind and into Mm. your body whether it's jujitsu whether it's breath work whether it's dancing it's good to have those moments of contemplation be like oh shit i actually really learned more about myself there i didn't get much from it there here's why i would go back and do it again Mm. i think so much of the reason as to why we get stuck in this day and age is because we spend too much time in our head. Yeah, of course. But I don't think people know that until they sit in meditation and they're like, oh my God, my mind's racing, my mind's racing. And the mm. idea is not to stop that, but people don't realize that that's what's happening. Like, can mm. you sit with yourself for five minutes and let it race? Like, Yeah. Well, they, I mean, like, yeah. why is it racing? Have you yeah. listened to it? Maybe it's telling you some things that you should should perhaps listen to like what yeah what's uncomfortable yeah what well yeah exactly Mm. and maybe i think people find as well that even just with a simple reflection exercise that what they were running from or perhaps escaping distracting themselves from um is actually not that uncomfortable in the end it's just Mm. something that can be integrated as a a ritual into their to their life yeah absolutely so why did you want to become a breathwork facilitator (laughs) then you had this incredible experience but why do you want to make that next jump 
Um, I think because I love, 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 love meditation. Um, I've experienced trauma in my life and the stories that came up while I was doing it and the, th- the stuff that was happening to me while I was doing it. Like someone was like, oh, you've got like a forearm injury. I've had forearm injuries forever. But then spiritually and looking at it through like my body, it was actually because there was areas around like my heart that were protected and trapped and closed into and that needed to be released. And, you know, so it's like, okay, so maybe like it wasn't an injury. And then the stories that came through from childhood that I would have never remembered. And then I'm like telling them to my mum, and my mum's like, yeah, like, like, how did you know that? Mm. I'm like, oh, well, it came up through my breath work. <laughs> um, so stuff like that, that you're just like, you would... I mean, there's another way that you can look at an injury or there's another way you can look at your life or there's another way you can see why that's the person that you are. I was like hooked on it and I'm like, fuck, if I can do this and tell other people this, this is amazing. And it's just like, like obviously I'm a sports coach and I love fitness and I love, I love, love, love coaching. But it's like, uh, I'm kind of like, well, everyone can do that. Everyone can go and get fit. But I'm like, I want to be there when you're crying or you're going through your shit. And I want to be like, I've been there too. Mm. <laughs> Do you mm. know what I mean? Like yeah. when I see people going through it, I like just want to like hug them or just be there when they go through it. Because I mean, trauma can be anything. It can be someone, oh, I think it was a podcast I listened to and someone was like, it can be someone from when you were four or five called you ugly. Mm. It's like, you're ugly. And then, you know, that's your trauma and you don't know why you don't have any self-love or self-worth. It's because someone when you were five said you were ugly, but you can't remember that. Mm. Like there's so many little things that are trauma. People think it's like, oh, if you've been like, which obviously is still trauma, if you've been in like war or car accidents and which I was in from where back. You were in too, yeah. <laughs> but people think that's trauma and it's not. Like it's so many little things that happen throughout your life. Like pretty much everyone. Well, it's not I've, just that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like everyone I've spoke to pretty much has some sort of trauma. Like I'm mm. trying to find one person that's not got any. Yeah. And so how do you, how do you know, um, how do you know if you have trauma? Like, mm. if, you, if you're someone that's kind of new to this space but is really interested in, you know, progressing into that inner, inner journey, how do you know if you if you do have some trauma? Because everyone does, like you said, yeah. but how do you know if it's, like, a negatively affecting your life? Well, just look at your life and look at where you're not progressing. Like, yeah. oh, there's so many. That's, like, a whole other fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's go and do it. I don't know, something. I feel like just look at the area in your life you feel that you could probably do better or improve on or whatever's holding you back and it's probably related to trauma like seriously because it's stopping you from there's something stopping you from growing in that area yeah and then it's like okay why is that stopping you now Mm. from yeah okay or what's like something that's always on in your mind or playing in your mind that you're like oh i wish you would just fuck off Mm. do you know what i mean yeah because yeah that's a that's a really good point as well i think one of the reasons why I always love our chats is because mm. you know we, we look into maybe the fact that the inner critic isn't just this thing that you should neglect but it's actually some sort of like you know I don't want to say the word messenger but like it's it's a tool that is actually trying to communicate something with you mm. um, so how did breathwork help you with that then um, with that voice in your head well it definitely brought up the thing in my forearms so like my that was the main thing for me because your arms kind of curl up into like they just I don't want to say too much but they just they yeah. can get they can get a little bit tense if you've got like maybe a protection around your heart sort of thing 
and then when I learned that it was something to do with my heart I'm like oh well, that's weird I'm gonna just like really dig into this myself and and meditate on it and see what's wrong with what's going on there with these forearms and see if I can release it and the more and more breath work I I did the more they released and I'm like because I was studying what was going on with my heart so mm. yeah yeah like it helped me in that way and obviously it helped me with stuff oh it just makes you feel amazing like you know like when you come out of it you're like fuck, I feel like I love I don't even know who said it like it feels like you're exfoliating your day yes yes like you just feel fresh you've kind of lifted some shit out of your body like it feels good mm. yeah it does it feels good to not have to yeah it's almost kind of like you're shaking your feet out of the quicksand that they were that you were drowning in mm. for, for a long some because it's 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 difficult sometimes to to just take any reflection exercise because oh yeah because you're this... looking into the stuff that you don't want to yeah yeah definitely but I love it yes I know you're very good at it I'm like you're a lot better my shit show me <laughs> you're a lot better than I am at doing it um so what would you say to someone then that is interested but is also perhaps a little bit hesitant at doing come that? to the breathwork shed I'll, I didn't... Help, I'll help you <laughs> I did not script that <laughs> I'll be here <laughs> seriously <laughs> if someone's like no nah, i just want people to come try it like you yeah. know it kind of looks like what you're gonna teach me how to breathe yeah mm. <laughs> and release all your shit mm. definitely know? i'm just like i'm so keen for someone to like come in and be like oh look i don't have anything nothing will come up i'm like yeah cool let's go let's go <laughs> let's you know go. i think that's like the coach in me i like i'm fit like i'm fine yeah cool let me see you overhead squat that bar yeah that's true that's true <laughs> But anyone, anyone can apply some form of resistance and then adapt to that. We always have growth and learning and stuff to do. Yeah. And it's just, I think every single human being on the planet has room for growth and healing. Mm. Everyone. And that's where it's going to help if you're willing to take the risk. (laughs) So we moved from Bali and then Mm -hmm. we went up to Scotland to visit your lovely mother. Mm -hmm. And then we stayed in France Mm -hmm. for a couple of months Mm -hmm. and during that time in France you booked a course Mm -hmm. to actually become a facilitator of this Mm -hmm. take us through the course oh god well it's on my YouTube channel I think I did I think I've got one more day still to post but I did every day oh my god like the course I've done so many courses throughout my life like so many it's ridiculous and this was the one and only course that was completely life-changing like mm. absolutely life-changing the people i met were just like family um david elliott who facilitated it was amazing um i just learned so much about myself and how to help others and it's just like they call it holding space and it's just like being there for someone else while they go through it like the breath is is what's helping you. you're doing it yourself like i'm not telling you what to do or i'm not helping you it was just so good to know that like you know no everyone's doing it by themselves um yeah so like i can't even remember we did like day one and it was like half a day because you know it's pretty intense and we all just kind of um talked about what breath work was like how the schedule is gonna play out sort of thing and how it affects the body and stuff and then i think day two and day three it was like day two we talked about how we were with money i'm sure and then like day three was like self-love and self-worth because obviously that ties in together um, and then the last day was like he held a really cool um, breathwork session for all of us and we went over groups and how to do groups we talked about pregnancy and couples like all the different areas um yeah and like the 
yeah I think day three was like my hardest day I had I cried like 50 times and mm. you know it brings lots of stuff up because we had to write all about it and I'm like I've never wrote about it. you know everyone's like oh journal you should journal everyone should journal mental health journal <laughs> and I'm like no like I don't want to sit I love blogging but mm-hmm. that's on my computer but everyone's like you've got to write it pen to paper it does something <laughs> fucking does because i did it on my course and i was like crying onto my paper i'm like ew like this works damn it (laughs) yeah Yeah. so why was it so hard like take someone through that um i think because they asked stuff like this the self-worth stuff was really hard for me which i didn't even know like obviously it's i think most people have some sort of thing they maybe don't like about their body or themselves or they're Mm. you know trying to prove something but for me it was just um been like i've had like shitty relationships in the past and i've probably been like subconsciously like oh what's wrong with me like why me they they've done it to me there's more than one person done this to me and then the self-worth i was like oh and that really came up and um when i was growing up a lot like family would be saying that i was like selfish you're selfish you're selfish and it it really because i mean the ages of zero to seven if you're a parent and you're watching this this is when your your kids learning like it's a computer you're putting the computer into them zero to seven and then that's their life mm. so someone's saying something to you like i just remember being called selfish when really looking back at it i was just individual i knew what i wanted like and that's just what i was on under the age of seven i was independent and liked things the way i like things because yeah was, that's i think i think it's hard for a child to actually be selfish yeah so sure. that all came up mm. like all that sort of stuff and i was like wow i really need to like look into all of this and and know that like however people have hurt me that's their stuff and however i was brought up that like you know your parents are just doing the best they had they were doing their blueprint parenting which i will probably do and my my granny probably did and Mm. yeah so it's just getting all that stuff like up and out and like you know there's reasons for it and it's not like i mean maybe i'm to blame for some of it but you know it's not 100 percent your shit Mm. um yeah so that was really tough yeah, I think the uh, shame that comes around negative experiences in life is 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 perhaps like even the harder thing to get through mm. when you actually are undertaking things like this because we hold shame and we hold resistance and you know we want to feel like <clears throat> you know there is a place for us and we want to feel connected to others but mm-hmm. when things didn't go our way and when things were traumatic in the past it can be very hard not to shine a negative light on that. Yeah. Um, which is sounds like it was bloody difficult and I've had shitty experiences with that in the past mm. as well. OCD is by definition like a shame disorder because mm-hmm. you just resent parts of yourself and you, you constantly applying that resistance to to um, you know the way you think you should have been and the way you think you are now and yeah. and um, and all that sort of stuff. So you get to day 3. Mm. What <laughs> Because there aren't, oh, this is one of the reasons why I love you, but mm. there aren't many people that would go down into the corner reaches where all of this stuff is coming mm. up and then want to continue to keep doing it. Oh yeah, I was frothing. I was like, if I didn't, if I didn't cry <laughs> so fucking hard in a breathwork session, because we, we held space for each other each day, I was like, fuck it. I was like, there must be more in there. there there's got to be more. I'm like, come on. Like I wanted to like cry out because I'm like I just wanted everything to like get out and mm. and I know that's not the best thing either because every session is completely it can be completely different so you know like I had a really really joyful one a really cool one um and then I had the really really tough hard ones where like 
everything was just like oh this is gross mm. like i don't like it but yeah and now i just like want to do it all the time yeah <laughs> and we're so we're such losers we just fucking talk about trauma and fear and the mind all the time and, but, but it's I fascinating love it. i love yeah. it too i think it's the best yeah it's i think it's <clears throat> i just love trying to make myself a better human mm. and then helping other people like guide them to become better humans too like just better in themselves whatever way that is like it i mean everyone's so different so yeah and that's the best way to do it as well like give your time give the time that you can to yourself to become the best person you can be mm. and then you're naturally going to give back in a positive way mm. because if you're not the best version of yourself you're going to be unconsciously struggling and fighting for these external needs that you think will validate and find that wholeness within yourself but only you can find that mm-hmm. you know yeah 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 and i just i would hate i would hate to think people are like at home or they're somewhere and they don't feel comfortable or they don't feel comfortable in themselves and then they're going out there creating this persona that they're someone else like that makes me really really sad and and it's really it's crazy because I've, I've had I've been through hypnosis and you know when I did hypnosis and my inner child like my little girl came to me and when we were going through hypnosis my I don't even know what you would call it, hypnotist was um like what would you say to your inner child like what would you tell her and I was just like oh my god like if I knew a little girl that was going through what I went through like with heartbreak and stuff I would just want to like squeeze and be like it's okay like Mm. you'll get through it so the the aim of the breathwork shed is to like provide that space where I can be like you know like we're a community we'll all get through this we'll all talk about our stuff and then we'll leave feeling just a little bit better next time a little bit better a little bit better like you know just create that safe space where people want to talk about stuff like this yeah yeah definitely yeah it's so good and we have to feel we have fundamental human needs and i guess the bottom tier of that is that we're safe you know mm. and we are a social species and we actually develop through relationship through interconnectedness mm. and if you never had that as you say the blueprint of life when you through your childhood or if trauma affected you in subjective ways you know there aren't objective measurements as to you know oh your dog died yeah but my parents were murdered like obviously both are terrible and you would kind of objectively look at parents being murdered as worse but it doesn't matter because it's how it affected you and how it changed the course of your life yeah uh but actually feeling safe to actually be vulnerable and and talk openly actually provides a new foundation for you to actually become more powerful yeah like i would it's funny because i would love to go to a space some i mean there probably is somewhere but just like somewhere in melbourne and just like yeah i just want to sit here do a little meditation and talk about really crazy shit like that that comes up or i mean i thought when i've like when i was younger and had my heart broken i was like whatever i was only like 16 like should be thinking about that that shouldn't Mm. affect me that's never affected me and it does like stuff affects you from the age of like five years old like you would just i don't know i think i had in my head like that's not that bad or I can get over that but it's like you you can't like sometimes you really really can't and people need to know that that's okay if you can't get over something that happened to you when you were that young yeah just to ask for help yeah or just like you know create that space where people can come and just chat about stuff like that like Mm. when I went and met that group in New Mexico when I did the training oh my god like everyone was just like so open everyone shared their story no one's story was worse or better than others and everyone was just there to be like i'm here for you and mm. i'm like if i could just create that group i just wanted i wanted to like pack them mm. all and bring them to melbourne i'm like if i can just create that in melbourne <clears throat> a 
and just get this tiny little community that talks about this all the time like how much better would you feel like if you've been yeah. to therapy or you've been to hypnosis or you've done a really good fucking training session like mm-hmm. how good do you feel you do it's the it's the best feeling yeah yeah anything that just bumps you up a little bit closer to 10 you know if you're mm-hmm. feeling flat you're at a one a two you know even those little this is what i love about breathwork so much is the fact that it's a somatic exercise well, it's not talk the therapy yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like reducing that that stimulus to the brain because mm. it's so much oxygen you know yeah. and all the work is through the body yeah like and training and it. dancing and yeah. it's, it's you yeah. yeah so it gives you that power as well it's mm-hmm. not just you know you may speak to a therapist who's giving you these things to do you know but you feel like almost that you're just being taught mm-hmm. and you're not you're not actually embarking on your own hero's journey mm-hmm. but when you're actually doing the work yourself it gives you a sense of purpose because you're actually embracing the shadow embracing the fear mm-hmm. embracing the pain um, and coming out a better more transcended conscious individual yeah. you know that's why i really like it too and just on that as well you know it sounds it can sound a bit eastern woo woo all that sort of stuff i don't care which is I brilliant love that shit. <laughs> yes which is brilliant but i just wanted to um perhaps like dive into your head a bit more and just discuss about how like trauma can be caught in the body because yeah. that's a very unusual thing for people that aren't used to this sort of thing including myself yeah to say yeah i think um the best way of explaining it is like when something happens to you like a traumatic like i had my motorbike accident the first thing you kind of do is you go (gasps) and you hold your breath so every time something happens to you and you go (gasps) you're kind of holding it and then you're like pushing it all down i guess and the idea of the breath work is to you know bring it back up again and and kind of i wouldn't say get rid of it but like deal with it get rid of it maybe it's just to kind of bring those stories to light Mm. um what was the question yeah, it's just, just how does trauma get stuck in the body? Yeah, so like that'll happen and then maybe it'll just spread to other areas of your body. So you've got like the masculine side of your body and the feminine side of your body. Um, so whatever area that affects maybe when you're breathing or you've got like your your heart, your arms that are attached to your heart. Um, so whatever comes up when you're breathing, that's the kind of the area that I can look at with a person. But yeah, yeah like for me, I've got like my forearms i thought i was like hurt like hurting myself like they were like i remember that yeah they were jammed juicy yeah they were like oh you got a forearm injury are you got an injury i don't know but no one could give me an answer not one physio anyone could be like this is what's wrong with your forearms mm. went to breath work and they were like your heart's stuck <laughs> yeah but now they but now they're fixed aren't yeah, they yeah they're yeah they're so yeah i'd say they're they're pretty much there yeah they're so not that i lift barbells or weights anymore <laughs> no, no. they're so much better yeah i think you mentioned a really good point before with when something traumatic happens you know mm. like you go <gasps> you hold it in mm. and that's such a good point it's like the way it gets stuck in the body is that when something crazy happens like a lion jumps at you or yeah. you know something a little bit more contemporary like um falling over on a motorbike or something like that you actually react unconsciously and the, you, you physically react, then all the fear and mm. the danger signs and the amygdala, the smoke detecting signal bumps off. And then after all of that has happened, you know, everything in your body is just lit up to protect yourself from, yeah. from death. Then your mind starts going crazy with these what ifs. Mm. You're going, oh my God, what just happened? What is going on? What is going on? What is going on? And 
if you've never taken the time to integrate the experience cognitively, it's going to stay in the physical unconscious reaction and the emotional unconscious reaction. So you're always going to be in this triggered what if scenario. And you can have a think about the way fear works is that if it's associated fear, if that something like that happened, um, think about your triggers. I'm just trying to give some like value to the listeners as well. Like if you think about your triggers and you think about what, when something happens in your day to day life and, fear or anger or resentment or something happens like that you can normally rate like bring that back to that initial traumatic experience that you actually haven't integrated into your mind yes this happened i need a plan so that it doesn't happen again because it's basically saying hey you haven't sorted this out yet you haven't sorted this out yet what if this happens again what if this happens again and you need to be able to give that unconscious processes a plan and that's what breathwork does Mm. If it's stuck, well, it comes back up. Yeah, or there's always like signs. Like I feel like like Bali's a fine example. It's like, oh, well, if you don't sort this out, I'm just going to make it worse and worse and worse and worse until bang, I fucking fell off my motorbike and nearly died. Because it's danger. It's danger. It's danger. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy, isn't it? Hmm. And fundamentally, like these things bring people to suicide. Mm-hmm. You know, these pe- these things cause people to suffer for years and years well, with depression I mean. yeah and anxiety like people and... don't feel like they've got like a space to go to to talk about it because some of them think it's like silly mm. like oh, i don't want to talk that's really stupid like like i don't want to say that yeah well why yeah not? Like, i know why not the paradox it's it's a b- bizarre irony and I, I was in it for a very long time as well where it's like this thing is like pushing you to the brink of wanting to end your life yet superficially it's too silly to talk about yeah you know? That's why, like this, I just wanted to create a space. Like, come and talk about anything that anything that's like bothering you. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Talk about the shed. Let's do it. The breathwork shed. That's the name of your business. Yeah. It's funny because when I was working in the store and these guys came in and and I was like, oh, um, they were there to see the manager and I was like, you know, as I do, who are you? Sort mm. of thing. They're like, oh, we're the building managers, and I was like oh, you guys don't happen to have a room or a studio or anything I can rent out. And they both, it's my favorite story. <laughs> and they both looked at each other. Hang on, how we met is your favorite story? No. <laughs> Second favorite story. Um, They looked at each other and they looked at me and walked over and they're both like, we have a shed. And I'm like, a shed? What? And they're like, you know, lock the door, come out the back. It's just behind here in St. Kilda. And I was like, okay, this like all feels really good and exciting. And I went and I saw it and I'm like, fuck, yes, yes, this is me. I'm not a studio person. I'm not like a fancy cool gym equipment person. I am a shed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I love dingy, crossfit, dirty gyms. I love like old school stuff. And I was, when I was looking for studios and they were all coming out, I'm like, oh, no it's just not me and I didn't want to share because it's just a really sacred space and I wanted to you know I just want to make it my own I've wanted my own space since I was like 16 and I never knew what for until now and I'm like right go 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 um so it's just uh they call it a shed it's not a shed (laughs) FYI it's like a huge well it's a room it's about 80 square meters and it's just like all white walls with a carpet it's like a naked space that I can just go into and be like Mm. change it make it your own yeah um yeah so 
well, I signed the, got the official go ahead to advertise today, so, which I'm going to advertise on Sunday, I think. Today is Wednesday night, Thursday night. Thursday, so I'll just, yeah, get it live. So follow at the Breathwork Shed on Instagram and the Facebook page, which I need to change. Um, yeah, and that's it. And then it's going to be open in September. I'm going to get my classes up and running so I'm gonna ask like you know I'm gonna use my social media to be like to ask I want everyone like this is what I mean I want it to be like a community so I want people to help me with what times they would want classes but this is the tricky part because no one knows what it is yet but I'm still gonna put it out there and ask and you know like what time would you maybe come along and do this session um and I I want people to like like help donate things if they've got like rugs or you know yoga mats or cushions or just stuff you know i want everyone to help build it together so they can feel like they can come there and they're like you know this is my space too mm. yeah so good i know i can't i'm like so excited so excited i've done it all backwards in terms of business but i'm like you know if it, it was just so easy getting it in the ter- in terms of like signing papers doing this and that like just sorting everything and the business owner's been really cool and the la- i know the landlord like it, it was so easy that i'm like this is meant to be yeah definitely now I just need to like deck it out, which I'm, I'm not even like a decorating person, but I'm really excited. <laughs> well, our bedroom looks lovely. Yeah. Yeah. See, like, Fucking I feel way like, better than if it was me. I feel like. It just like shit everywhere. Yeah. I feel like I'm creating like an atmosphere. So I, I know exactly how I want it. Like you were saying, exactly how I want it in my head. Um, and that's the goal. And anything else will not be allowed in there. <laughs> yes. I'm like, no shoes, no this. Wine, bring as much wine <laughs> as you want. <laughs> yes. Just like we're trying to get through our own shit and trauma, but depress it all down. Yeah, I know. And your mum was like, get the, what's the alcohol licensing thing? Oh, yeah, the RSA. I'm like, yes. <laughs> True. Breathwork and wine, I'm, it's going to be on there. You know, that's the cool thing. I can just make it my own, which I'm really excited about. But it's going to be great because... You know, human beings have evolved to require that social construct, that interconnectedness, that trust, mm. rapport, the ability to talk with one another and share things and, you know, um, tell stories about themselves and about how what worked for them and all these sort of uh, hundreds of thousands yeah, of years. Yeah, but now you have a fucking highlight reel on social media. <laughs> exactly, which so. is uh, ironic considering what we're, hypocritical considering what we're doing now. But... Wait, this is a fucking real podcast here. <laughs> Thank you. Number one fan. <laughs> we have wine. <laughs> yes, that's true. This is real shit. <laughs> but it's going to be good because, you know, after one collective breathwork session, everyone just becomes best friends with everyone I because know. it's just so raw and honest. And you really do have to try breathwork um, if you haven't already. Mm. But after the end there, you feel like you can express things that you didn't normally think you could and you, you grow together as a crew people that actually want to work on themselves and you know what the best thing that i love about just interviewed erin telford Mm -hmm. another breathwork facilitator she is amazing and she will be episode number 52 i think Mm. so a couple of episodes after this listen to that one too she's great she is great but you know we were discussing like why this is so important and it hits at the root of what the most important thing in life is happiness I know. And purpose and well, meaning. That's what it, but just, just feeling good in yourself. Yeah, of course. And that's exactly like what it does. Yeah. 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 You come to understand more things about yourself. I've gone from like training the body to feel good to training the mind to feel good. Yeah. But yeah. that's perfect. You know, you've taken oh, yeah. taken the next step as I did myself. I was training the, mm-hmm. training the body and now I'm really into counseling and talking about the mind. And you'll be a little 
counsellor at the Breathwork Shed. Yes, that's very exciting too. Have you too. said this on a podcast yet, that you're a fully qualified counsellor? Uh, no, <laughs> this will be the first episode. Come on. Yes, well, I am a fully qualified counsellor now, which is exciting. Mm. And we thought it was really exciting to open up this Breathwork Shed um, so that Siobhan could help facilitate this 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 release of stuck energy and trauma and you know negative negative um, past experiences and things and then I could come in and work with helping the the client specifically in trying to you know re-narrativizing their life mm. based upon what's come up yeah. so we think it's going to be really really complimentary it's mm-hmm. a very lovely symbiotic relationship yeah it's going to be cool it'll be really exciting and um yeah I can't wait hey I know it's going to be so good yeah so I'm excited Siobhan, what's the biggest lesson you've learnt doing breathwork meditation? About yourself and then about human beings? Um, about myself, probably just to like not be so hard on myself and to let go. Like that's always a thing that comes through when I'm breathing, like just let go, just let go, just let go, sort of thing. So that's definitely a huge thing for me. And what was the second one? About human beings. Um, humans the everyone has shit. Mm. Like every single I say shit respond well to that yeah. but everyone has their their stuff yeah you know everyone always has something to talk about like i just like that group of people i was with during the course it was just like oh wow this is so like i just want to recreate this all the time every day it was so special yeah it was really cool i think that's a really really good point you know we're all in this together yeah we're all gonna die eventually at one yeah. point yeah yeah why not try to help each other? Yeah. Just by just listening, like, perhaps. just, have fun doing it. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's why I'm like, you know, if it's fun, like, it's, I love, like, drinking wine. Like, if it's fun for you to come and breathe and have a glass of wine, yes. Like, I love drinking coffee. You know, just, like, yeah, make it easy and have mm. fun with it. Like, I think people are like, oh, you're spiritual. Like, you know, but, yeah. But I'm, I make it fun. Yeah. Like, it's I'm happier fun. than I was. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I'm like excited for people to be like, Ugh, I'm gonna meditate. Fine, bye. <laughs> yeah, but the breathwork shed's gonna be fun too. Like you're gonna get well, like a I mean. coffee gonna... truck yeah. there and yeah. have like yeah. dinner nights and people yeah. can talk about whatever the fuck they want. Movie nights. Oh, absolutely. Like I've literally just have a community of yeah. people that want to grow more. Yeah, I want to say tribe, but you know that's another word that people don't like. <laughs> it's gonna be a tribe. <laughs> breathwork tribe. Fuck it. Say it. <laughs> yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. And I'm like so excited. It's just, um, I'm I just excited need to get for it out you. there. Thanks. I just need to like get it out there and yeah, hope that people come and have fun. <laughs> and you know, that first thing you said as well, like the biggest lesson you've learned to not be so hard on yourself. And I've just seen your growth um, throughout you beginning to do this mm. as you've fundamentally changed my mm. life as mm. well everyone all our close friends say i've changed way more which is kind of like an example of where i was i don't even know what the fuck i'm talking about now but probably shows where i was it shows where you were yeah yeah exactly yeah i know it's been good but you yeah i think i think we both helped each other and that's been really good but what you said before i really liked as well vonnie it was um yeah being so hard on yourself and kind of every message you get is just to like let go and chill out Mm -hmm. and i think you know when you've applied that when shit that used to be hard isn't hard anymore yeah yeah well that's what even about this like in my head i'm like okay shit like i really want to do this but like 
does that mean like uh, I'm a business owner and I have to open a business and I have to like know all this and know all this and I really gave myself like a hard time thinking about it and I'm like like is this gonna be that hard that I'm thinking of and then like those two guys just like walked in and I'm yeah. like yo <laughs> what are you doing do you have a like a place they're like we've got a shed and then it was like here's the lease so we need this from you and that and then everything was like do 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 and then today it was like like whatever it's signed go advertise and I'm like that was so fucking easy yeah and then I said to you I'm like why don't why doesn't everyone do this because I thought I, this is going to be like probably there probably there is going to be obviously hard times but there's hard times doing everyday jobs do mm. you know what I mean like yeah and that was that was an example and then the example was like I like to say the universe being like you know this is meant to be I'm just gonna make it super easy for you and, mm. the, and it, it has been up till now yeah yeah like in there <laughs> Yeah, well, Wrong. I feel like when you... <laughs> no, it has been. Yeah. yeah, like when you remove those resistances, mm. like water that takes the path of least resistance down mm-hmm. to the creek, yeah. you essentially become like water. And it's just like, oh, mm. wow, I've just found this Flowing. lane that feels very, yeah. very easy for me to walk. Yeah. You know? And, um, coming, and as you know, coming back to Melbourne, like for me, was like, was challenging. I'm not going back there. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't want to come back. No, not at all. For and a multitude of reasons. Yeah. And now I'm here and I'm like... I'm, happiest I've seen in a long time yeah and I'm like well I feel like I'm meant to be here and I'm meant to be in in the breathwork shed and you know everything and I'm looking back and I'm like oh I was really meant to be here like that space is so perfect for me right now like where I'm at right now yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah I, I, I think that's a fantastic takeaway from what you've been talking about Vaughn it's like when it's not not hard anymore mm-hmm. you know you'll know that you've done work when stuff that used to be hard isn't hard anymore. Relationships, yeah. even just sitting for five minutes. If now you can do that really well, you can do it for 10 minutes, congratulations. Sitting for five minutes isn't hard anymore. Well, they say when you can tell the story without getting upset or emotional, you know you're, you're on your way of, of recovering. Mm, that's a good point. That's a really mm. good point because you've integrated the experience. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Vaughn? Mm. I love you loads. Love you too. You'll be coming on the show frequently. Yeah. For sure. As we grow the counselling and the yes. breathwork shed together and hopefully as we grow together. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> oh, I'm getting nervous. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And where can people find you? Um, so, the Instagram will be, I think I've got it as like the dot breathwork dot shed and at Siobhan McLeod on Instagram. Um, I've not been active in ages because I've been doing all this sort of stuff, but I'm excited to get back on there. And Facebook, I still need to change the name. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you got any suggestions? Have I not it's currently Siobhan McLeod Porn Diva. <laughs> hey, that would get people in there. <laughs> that would that would get me in there. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so Breathwork Facilitator. Yeah, so it'll be something along the lines of that. So Sweet. yeah, find me on Facebook as well and YouTube. Yes. YouTube is where I've put my, like, every day when I was doing the course, like, day one, day two sort of thing. Um, so I'm on YouTube, and I'll be way more active on there when the shed's... I'm going to actually try and do, like, a vlog of the shed and, you know, like, kind of like a time lapse of how it looks right now to what it's going to look like, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And if anyone has any white cushions, white rugs, white mats, anything white, feel free to donate them to the shed. <laughs> <laughs> You can email me. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Cool. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Pleasure. And we'll do it, I'm sure, in the near future. Yes. Love you all. Bye-bye. <laughs> all right, guys. That was the episode with Siobhan McLeod, my lovely partner. She's still here. 
my now. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. We live together. <laughs> we do. We do live together. I know. That was an awesome episode. Guys, uh, the Breathwork Shed will be opening September 1st. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let's just say September. September. Early some, September. In case some shit goes down. <laughs> okay. Early September to keep us on with it though. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so Siobhan, you are available now though for one-on-ones. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Breathwork facilitation. Yeah. Um, if you're interested in learning a little bit more about yourself, um, looking into some of your habitually ingrained patterns of behavior, you know, fears, resistances, triggers, things like that. Yeah. 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 Wait, hit you up. Yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. Anytime. Go for it. Yeah. Anything, even if you don't want to come breathe. And can I just say, I'm not biased by any means, but I did a one-on-one with Siobhan actually. (laughs) And I honestly, I don't cry that much. (laughs) I would like, this might scare people. (laughs) It doesn't, no, no, it was a beautiful experience. I don't cry that much. Um, I just naturally don't cry that much. Mm. You know, I feel like I'm relatively in touch with my feelings, but I just don't fucking cry that much. And I bawled my eyes out by the end of it, just in this pure state of joy and bliss. Bliss, I just had so many messages come through and it was really, really good. It was really good. And again, I'm not, I'm obviously a little bit biased, but I'm not biased to the point that I would say I would absolutely do it again. Yay. So it was really good. And uh, personally, guys, mind make counseling, I'm now certified and I can't wait to speak to you guys about um, things that you would like to speak about, you know, Um, stuck patterns of behavior, similar sort of stuff, but creating, essentially creating a new narrative um, for your life. You know, the things that have helped me the most in my life, and you can read that in my book, um, some of the stuff that I want to apply my counseling relationship with my clients to. So there's that. The audio book is coming out very, very shortly. And... You can keep up to date with me on Instagram, tom.ahern. And you can leave a rating and review if you really do love this podcast. Do it, do Please it. Please do. Um, I love the rating so far on iTunes. And most importantly, guys, I love you all. Thank you so much for sticking with the show for its humble beginnings. And I never want to stop doing this. I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. I love talking to people and I love hearing from you. So love you all and bye-bye.